0: John Panos, John McGrath with Troy Malcolm here, live from Edgecliff the day after. How great it is. The way we've worked out our podcast is I've walked in this morning and I said, did you watch the game? I said, oh, not really. Monday night football, South Sydney being beat. We're, not, we're only going to get about six of these a year, I reckon, John, so we'll do it. What, happened, what went wrong yesterday? Uh, look, I think
1: it's the same in, in business. Uh, the best team doesn't always win i'm not saying that to be disrespectful to the cowboys who played well but it's whoever turns up the best prepared mentally and i think that there was a great example of south probably the better team but they were either complacent and uh, you know put aside injuries everyone's got injuries so it's interesting i think in the world of business and funny i just had a forum this morning inside i mean we're doing the podcast today from my office and uh, <coughs> excuse me um I was talking, one of the guys was saying that he's been beaten for a few listings recently by a newcomer yeah. who's opened a new office. Yeah. He said, in fact, there are two new offices in his area. And he said, John, to be honest, I know logically I should get everyone because I've got the buyers, I've got the experience, I've got the tools. And, and he said he has zero doubt that he is the best choice from the vendor, but he's been beaten. And I said, well... That's what I refer to as new business energy. Yeah. When people open a new office out of either fear, desperation or just passion and enthusiasm, yeah. they often bring a, a higher sense of urgency and um, a greater care factor. And these are the things that win business. So I said to them, it's not the person that should win the listing and, and logically should win the listing that'll get it. It's the person that moves them, that moves them. And it's the same who wins a football game. It's the person that turns up most enthusiastic, most committed to a win. So, it was but you said you were going to talk about AFL. So let's get on. This, is, this should be the week we talk about AFL. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, all our Melbourne listeners, let's,
0: we got and we've got a lot of, and Melbourne of course Adelaide, Perth. And Adelaide. So, hello to
1: Sarah and Phil and uh, Tom down there.
0: At okay, and a Harris. message to the, the Harris guys. So. <coughs> AFL. Okay, we'll go into AFL. Uh, Sydney Swans beat Port Adelaide. Sorry, Philly Harris. Again, okay. there's another there's another win. And Sydney and and for our Perth listeners, Sydney FC beat Perth Glory three 0 So uh, we're going to cover all sports. Um, we should
1: just call this not million dollar agent, but this week in sports review, we should do a weekly sports review. Well, I've got to. T- I, I,
0: I I had someone send me an email and they said, Tom, you got your dream. I remember you telling me you wanted to be a sports commentator. Oh, you've got to. And eventually you found a vehicle to do it. <laughs> we better get into real estate yeah, before but, everyone switches us off. John, on that new, I actually <coughs> ran into a couple of the McGraw guys as I was parking my car coming in. They were in your forum, and uh, uh, one of them sort of indicated and said, "You know that I've been missing out on a few." And this actually, a lot of really great agents sometimes do actually miss a few listings in a row and there's a great term nothing breeds failure like success yep. when you're most successful is when you're most vulnerable because it's the time that you're going into most business opportunities thinking to yourself I'm going to get it because I'm the market share king but as you're saying John if there's someone that's new young and they're going in and looking a house like it's for the first time like it's their first day in real estate it's hard to beat people that won't go to sleep at night
1: that's true and they describe, I said describe the competitor And uh, he said, they look like they've just uh, stepped off a movie set, so their presentation is immaculate. They're doing listings in the morning, and by lunchtime, they have a full-blown presentation back in front of the vendors. So they have sense of urgency, and they're as enthusiastic as hell. And I said, well, there's the formula. you just got to go out there and beat that formula, because that's a great formula. Great presentation, great energy and enthusiasm, sense of urgency and speed. And desire and appetite people want to see a hungry agent i want to see a hungry agent if i'm going to list my property so you cannot underestimate the softer factors you know because it's great to have case studies and a good website and a good database all these things are important tools but if you haven't got the passion urgency and enthusiasm to back that up they're going to fall flat
0: yeah because we've (laughs) said it many times on this podcast and when we speak john we know people buy energy at the end of the day (laughs) all the logic in the world um, actually, it's an evidence-based case study it helps, but people make a decision emotionally and then justify it logically. And energy is an emotional trust builder. Correct. Um, John, we've got some great questions that have come in from the one person, Ben from uh, Victoria in Melbourne, which I know is going to be an area that you're going to get more involved in this year. I know that... Uh, mm, excited a, a, about Victoria. Excited
1: about... Uh, um, I, you, you and I gave a speech there last week, and I said, I, I think arguably melbourne agents are as good as any in the world maybe at a level of say the new york agents who i think are probably some of the best international or overseas i've seen Yeah, you know, the bit you look at marshall whites you look at jealous craig you look at a whole range of agents down there they're just two of a number Kay and burton rt edgar
0: well we can know we know two agents there john uh, James Toshevich, that last year did five million plus in yep. gross commission. I know Marcus Chiminello <coughs> is very close to that number as well. So we are talking right. about businesses that are uh, these business units now that are riding what sometimes two or three officers write together in other parts of Australia.
1: Oh, oh yeah, 100%. So uh, no, no, Melbourne agents do it very, very well. So congratulations to our Melbourne listeners. You guys, I think, are amongst
0: real estate's elite. Okay. So what was the question? Well, Ben has written in um, three parts. We all know the importance of the wife in the relationship regarding a family home. How do you ensure that your listing strategy is winning over the wife and homemaker of every property? That's question number one. So why don't we do it in three parts, John? So John, this issue about when you go to a listing I'll, I'll turn that
1: around, though, I think, Tom, because it might be slightly old fashioned and I say that with respect now there are same-sex couples yeah there are couples where the female is the breadwinner and the male is mr. mum correct so I think what we're talking about is how do we ensure that in a scenario where at a listing presentation we spread the love to all parties and we make sure that everyone buys into hiring you as an agent um, because you can make just a bigger mistake focusing on one of the sexes because you think it's the dominant one and, and that could be a mistake in itself so just as a, as a point to modernise the question, you know, I talk about every child gets a prize. When I go to a listing, it's an old sort of uh, carnival saying where you step right up, step right up and you know, fire the gun and you get a prize even if you don't win. When you go to a listing, everyone attached to that listing should be given care, empathy, love and attention. And so if I'm going through a garden, there's a gardener there, I'll make a comment if, if it's appropriate and sincere that the garden looks beautiful, you know, congratulations. You know, if there's a housekeeper there, I'll, I'll introduce myself as I'm walking through the house to the housekeeper. If there's a dog there, I'll play with the dog. If there are kids there in front of the telly watching, uh, doing some homework, I'll see what subjects they're doing, what school they're at. <coughs> so I think it's not just the husband and the wife or the partner. I think it's everyone involved in a listing needs to get some attention. Yeah. Uh, and again, I don't want that to be seen as a superficial kind of listing tip i want it to be you know you should give people attention wherever you go whether you're listening or not everyone deserves to feel important the housekeeper in a home whether he or she's male or female they deserve to be recognized for the good work they're doing so i think it's just a it's a philosophy
0: yeah
1: but you know maybe if i take the initial question on face value um, there's no doubt a a lot especially a lot of men in, in agents will default to the other man in, in a husband-wife scenario, a male-female scenario anyway, which is a big mistake. <coughs> and I've told the story on stage many times where, you know, I was listing a prop—was I went with one of our agents to list a property and, and it was owned by a gentleman and he had a new girlfriend. She'd only been on the scene a very short period of time, weeks, maybe a couple of months. And the agent was focusing all their attention, 98% of it, on the male that owned the home. And I was trying to balance it up subconsciously and, and discreetly by asking questions of his new partner and so forth and <coughs> as we walked out a listing I said I think you've lost that and and he said why and I said well all your attention and, and he basically said to him yeah but um the guy owns a home and he's only just met her and I said that's irrelevant he's going to say when you walk out what did you think and she's going to say I think he was a bit of a turkey that guy um so you know there is a practical reason other than You should just be embracing and and, and encouraging everyone anyway and giving them some attention. There's a practical reason. You don't know who's gonna influence that decision. Yeah, could be the gardener, housekeeper, kids, dog. who knows.
0: And I think, John, that's gold what you said. (coughs) I've gotta tell you, and this is a compliment to you because I've been around you when we go to hook ourselves up at a conference. You come into our office at News Corp, and you talk to various people from the CEO to the girl that puts the biscuits up at level five. Yeah, and um, you're pretty much the same to everyone. Yeah, and I Thank don't you. think I think
1: I take that as a great compliment because yeah. to me that's what life's about is looking after everyone without having sort of favourites. Oh well, it happened
0: when we were in uh, Melbourne or Brisbane. Um, at uh, that conference uh, The Better Business, the the person said, who's coming, um, who's speaking first? I said, John McGrath and he said, oh that's good Tom I like him. I said, have you heard him speak before? And he said, he's always nice at every event, he's just nice. Because I think sometimes some speakers go to a conference and they believe that, you know, I'm their own the hype. main person, and, you know, do things my way and what have Not you. Not just
1: speakers, by the way. We're talking about eight successful agents. I'm sure there's many listening. I hope there's many listening. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You cannot start believing your own press releases. You know, we all put our trousers on one leg at a time. We all have issues. We all have imperfections. You know, you've got to treat everyone, which is why when, you know, some of the agents... Recently, I've had some problems on the price quoting and so forth. You know, you don't want to slag off anyone, competition, anyone. You've, you've got to give everyone respect. Yeah. So hopefully that, that gives... Yeah. The answer is just everyone gets attention, whether it's husband, wife or anyone. Give them attention. You do it through energy, yeah. questions, eye contact, um, asking interesting questions of everyone in the, in the room. And it's let's in this scenario, he was talking about someone's wife. You know, what are you doing? What is your, What career have you had? How are the kids? You know, how are you feeling about the move? Just engaging them at a 50 50 level in the conversation, not at a oh, 10% token level, you know, at a, at a level like that.
0: And it feels, John, when you do it out of intent of being curious versus out of intent as it being a sales strategy that. Correct. Um, it seems to actually be a lot better because people can tell here is a four-step process, concentrate on the decision maker versus you genuinely having an intention to care about what that person's doing, what they're reading. Um, So I think we'll move on to part two, John. In your experience, what would the pre-listing kit contain? Are they really important and when should they be dropped off? So there's a question, I mean, some agents don't use pre-listing kit. So let's explain what it is first. Yeah. yeah, so pre-listing kit is some information a vendor will get before the listing presentation to help pre-frame who you are, what you do, how you do it, what your track record is. And it's something that emerged in the last decade where boxes would be sent out, a PA would drop it off for the agent, in there, you'd have comparable sales. Potentially, <coughs> you would actually have some brochures. Testimonials, client references. It
1: and I know that you you guys... Actually, came right. from Bob Boland. Bob Boland at ARIC probably 15 years ago, I think it would be now. He brought the idea to Australia. And uh, no Australians used to do it. And he said, well, you know, we send this out. In fact, he said, we courier deliver it within 60 minutes of an appraisal appointment being confirmed, which is what we recommend also to our own team and we, you and I recommend to others. So, yeah, pre-listing kit is basically uh, information that arrives in advance of you and probably soon after you've made the phone call to make the time, that gives someone some background reading, hopefully builds some trust and confidence in you, because there's only so much stuff you can go through at a listing presentation, partly because of time and, and yeah. attention and people's you know uh, mindset and so forth. So, it's good to give them some some information in advance that's relevant, so I think... So the answer is, is it important? I think in this day and age, if you don't have one and you don't send one promptly, and it it doesn't feel like quality, you're gonna be walking in behind the eight ball, because someone else has got it to them within 60 minutes. So I think you've you've gotta be looking at developing something. What you develop, as long as it's quality, I think needs to fit your personality. I would say there needs to be something about um, your philosophy as an individual and or a company, something about your approach, how you sell, There could be something about what you do within that community because people like to support companies um, that are supporting the community. I agree with you, Tom. There could be comparable sales. You could be, you know, Tom, I've just put in here half a dozen sales in your street in the last 12 months that we could discuss when we meet tomorrow afternoon. Uh, A client reference, Adrian Bowe often sends, you know, a stack of 100 uh, nicely bound testimonial letters from clients over the last 12 months that have said, you know, what sort of a job he did, and he sends that as well. So I think... Yeah, you know, cut the cloth to suit yourself Yeah, don't be too worried about is it perfect yet because it doesn't have to be perfect it just needs to be quality um, go to a designer there's plenty of good designers around and pay them you know a few thousand dollars to come up with a concept write it, uh, design it and then nowadays with the very low cost of digital printing you should be able to run them off fairly inexpensively the other thing that's important is how you deliver it we like hand delivery or courier delivery because of the speed and hand delivery of course because of the personal nature of it Second thing is packaging. I mean, don't just, you know, when, when you have someone design something for you, make them design a little box or a nice envelope or a nice package it can come in because it's a bit like, you look at Apple, yeah. beautiful products, yeah. but the package they come in is as good as the product often. Yeah. So make sure that the, the delivery method
0: and portal are quality also. Because the, the packaging <coughs> enhances the perceived value of what your product is. Your product is a service. Yes. Um, John, what's your view on the pre list video? So there's an emergence of a few agents now. Yeah. Well, use it. what we'll they'll use it. do is they'll send a 60 second <coughs> video. The phone call will end up thanks, I'll see you tonight at 6 p.m. By the way, As I hang up, you're going to receive an email in your inbox. It's going to tell you what we do, how we do it, and it's going to answer a lot of questions that will save time tonight. And they shoot off an email. People watch a quick video that could be sitting on a landing page. I I like the
1: idea. It all comes down to the execution. I mean, it it can't be cheesy. You must be able to present it well. And some people are better live than they are on on camera. In fact, probably most of us are. Um, So sometimes people feel a little bit stiff when they present things on camera. I think if you can... Design it, uh, execute it, uh, edit it well. So get a professional production house. Uh, we use a company. What do we use? Troy Platinum HD. Platinum HD TV, very good company. They're based in the Gold Coast, but I think they're all across Australia. Um, so ring up someone like Platinum and say, you know, come and give me a quote for this. Uh, I, I think it's it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea as long as it's well executed. The, we generally use boxed type things we actually also have a a little box that's got a video within it so we don't email it to them we we send it as a part of our pre-listing kit so i think there's right if you've got a good little creative agency working on it they'll probably come up with some good samples
0: beautiful part three of the question from ben (coughs) after conducting an appraisal and they are not selling for some time let's say 12 to 24 months what information and how many contact points would you give them until time comes to sell so this is about a stay in touch strategy how do you work out how often what do you give to these people and how you don't become a pain and disruptive to these people
1: it's an important question it came up at our forum this morning that i mentioned because shadi hassan who's a good friend of yours tom who's one of our top agents Shad will do sort of two to two and a half million dollars so his average sale price is around a million so he's doing good good volume <coughs> he said you know at any one time he could have 150 Pipelines, genuine pipelines. We're not talking about, you know, might sell in the next 10 years. We're talking about the next year or two. So, you do need a system so things don't fall through the cracks. Um, So, the the first thing I'd say is I'm glad the question's being asked, and the answer is you you need a system that's systematic that categorises people into ABC, one, two, three, hot, warm, cold, or however you want to categorise so you know what it means. Um, And then I think you really need to put time into each month thinking what is the value-add for this particular group. And I think you can formularize it, but you also need to customise it. Um, so definitely frequency, I think, I think monthly is, is quite a good frequency. I think weekly's too much, it kind of starts becoming spam. Yeah. I think six monthly, they've kind of forgotten who you are. So I would have thought monthly is a good
0: thing. And John, when you're calling in, I think what you say to them is as important as how often you call because calling someone and just saying, I'm just calling to check in and not actually adding any value to that conversation. After a while, people are gonna start seeing, when your <coughs> number comes up, they're gonna say, this is like a nothing conversation.
1: Correct. It's gotta go somewhere. And I think there's so much activity happening in a marketplace. I mean, I'd be, the really hot ones, it's actually a personal call definitely. If you know, someone's gonna sell in the next three months, it's probably a personal call, and it's probably fortnightly or weekly if it's if it's sort of three months or less. If it's six to twelve months, it probably you know goes to monthly or fortnightly. Beyond twelve months, I think probably every month. Yeah. Um, so I think you know there's always happening. There's always sales that have been happening in the marketplace. So talk to those. There's always an open for inspection of a similar property to theirs. Yeah. It's always interesting to invite them to. People love getting information about what's sold in their neighbourhood. Yeah. So that's a no-brainer. It's easy yeah. to do. And nowadays with RP data or CoreLogic and so forth, <coughs> there's, there's, there's plenty of easy access for agents to get all of that information uh, that can be passed on to, to consumers. So I, I think it's value-add. Um, I think it's personal, and it's more personal if they're sooner than later. Yeah. You don't need to be calling someone that's selling in three years every month. It's, yeah. it, it sort of clogs up your system in a way. And if you can send them an email, which you should be able to easily, and then when, as it gets closer, then it, it
0: escalates to a, a phone call oh, so I think, forth. John, I think if, <coughs> when we're talking at the pointy end, when we're talking the last 30 to 60 days, by this stage, these people should actually be in your phone so you can actually be calling them um, off your phone, in your car as you're driving past a sold-by property saying, I just want to let you know that this house sold on Saturday because what you're doing is what's in your phone number is you're more inclined to actually take action there and then that's right so um okay well so I think that that's good I like these questions quality it's questions it? one ben. person Ben
1: was it yeah Ben why uh, don't we give Ben an ARIC ticket because I like the fact that Ben has come on board Troy can you get our team at Eric to organize that and if he's if he's already bought one or maybe Judith whoever. Yeah, okay. Um, so if he's already bought one, then um, so let's ben, give him a
0: second one to bring ben, a buddy. Ben's going to be pumped, because I've got to tell you, Ben... Um, you know him? Well, <coughs> I don't know him personally, but I can tell you Ben has given us 15 questions over the last two months. Ben put goes onto my social media and says that this podcast is like uh, game-changer stuff. He's a raving fan. Great. So going to someone like well, him...
1: We'll give him an Eric ticket and hopefully
0: make him more of a raving fan. And, so. We are, just for our listeners, uh, John, about a month ago... We actually said that if you couldn't afford to go to ARIC to let us know, there's been so many that have come in. So we actually agreed that in about three weeks, we're going to draw one of those people in that uh, lot and we're going to announce it. Perfect. I Um, think we're at 2,000 now. I think we're at around 2,000 so far, registered. I was just having a coaching call this morning with a client, uh, (coughs) Braden from uh, Darwin uh, Central. Amazing office. Their uh, extraordinary office in Darwin. He said to me... Tom, I'm looking forward to seeing you at Eric this year. He goes, I've got my whole team from Darwin coming. I think they've got like 20 people. Oh, right? they're a good company. Yeah, they're amazing. Very good so, and it did uh, remind me. Right now is the best time to get flight deals of Jetstar and Virgin. This is is the time to do it. So any people that are sitting there, if you want to pick up those $150 uh, fares to um, um, ARAC by plane, whether you're in Melbourne or Adelaide (coughs) or Sydney, now's the time, 2,000 people, just so pumped. It's a great networking
1: event, and this is not, by the way, an advertisement, but you and I are both passionate about the event, and we get to see the benefits of people that say, I learned this at ARAC and I changed my life. It's just a great two days. I mean, we we often don't talk about that because we talk about all the incredible people that are on stage, and I think it's twenty one mind blowing speakers this year, and you and me. <laughs> we're the <laughs> other two. We're, we're the we the two speakers that make the other twenty one look good. Yeah,
0: we we were told they used <laughs> our photos in the book because the odd pages weren't working out, so they slotted a
1: in <laughs> But uh, no, it's a good couple of days, and it's always good to take your family or your spouse partner away and. And kind of mix a bit of business and pleasure. That's actually part of our whole message at Eric. It's balance and life success, not just real estate success. So hope we can do that. And I hope more people take Ben's initiative. We can't promise Eric tickets to all of them. But um, send to Tom at TomPanels.com. Tom at
0: TomPanels.com.au or on my Facebook account. And is your weekly, your nine weeks started? Your oh, week- John, so the nine-week program, oh, thanks for reminding me. Nine-week program closes on Friday, 5 pm, and it's finished for 2015. Will not be offered again in 2015. Go to tompanos.com.au, $295. Starting so, so this Friday? This Friday closes enrolments for okay. all of 2015.
1: Well, you better get there, get to our, get, get, get our act together because this should be next financial year is upon us. 30 June is, is fast arriving. So if you're going to have FY16, the next calendar next financial year is your best year ever now's the time to be taking some action on it so we hope to do that and we hope to see you and come up and see us at at Eric. we're doing this day two morning day bonus two session live so q a come say hi i mean tom and i really get a buzz it's not a nuisance it's the opposite we get a buzz when you come up and introduce and tell us you have listened to the podcast or whatever so and troy troy will be there so we'll be we'll be all there so we're looking forward to seeing you guys and and uh speak to you next week thank
0: you johnny see you later see you guys.